Got these games at a bargain. The best I never had. The best I never had. I hope I didn't just wake up my kids. That could have been bad because it's it's late. They've been down for a while. Uh, anyways, that that was a riff on a song by The Who. Uh, in my mind, I grew up listening to that song, but I realized that. I had a very strange childhood, so hopefully you understood that reference. Well, I mean, but, I, I I didn't, but I gave you a golf okay. clap, anyways. Yes, but yeah. hey, listen, You're very here on the back here on the backlog breakdown, we don't care if you get our references. We just don't care. <laughs> we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we're, That's we're the gonna, start of every episode. We just, just we do these nonsense bits that entertain mm-hmm. us, and that's all that like, matters, Josh. Exactly. Does it entertain us? Don't be angry about it. It's only a game. Why you have to be mad? Why um, you have so, to be mad? <laughs> welcome to episode fifty-eight of the backlog breakdown. I'm uh, one of your hosts. My name is Josh, and with me today, as always, I have my amazing, wonderful co-host, Mister Nate underscore McKeever. You could uh, keep going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the devourer of young adult carrots. Whoa, uh, whoa, is... okay, that got a little grim, <laughs> uh, especially since I almost choked on that one. Um, this is an in-joke that, that doesn't make any sense to anyone except us. But again, we don't care. <laughs> this is It's like we welcome you into the awkwardness that is yes. uh, us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. here we are. Today, we're going to be tackling games. That, that, well, like I said in the, in the opening stinger, it's the best that we never had. Those games on our backlogs that we've never actually played or beaten or, you know, the, the ones that are sitting there that really shouldn't be sitting there. The ones that we know shouldn't be sitting there, mm. but they're sitting there. Because, but we're going to break down those games in our backlog. I, I have, you know, as we were thinking about this, I, I sort of dubbed this my backlog schadenfreude. Or ah, like, I like you it. You know, that, that sort of the, the sort of sad joy, nostalgic sort of whatever that word means i mm-hmm. it's a it's a term that means something and maybe it captures what i was going at before <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't think so um the, the germans have a lot of good words especially you know as i've been taking bible classes there's a lot of like german terms that are that are thrown around that are like oh these these guys are thinkers they, they, there's um there's one like R.C. Sproul. R.C. Sproul like did some. He spent some time in in Germany, mm-hmm. and he like the the one anecdote that he said at one point in time. He was like he's like, do you know what they call a vacuum cleaner in Germany? And then he tells you, and it's something sucker. It's like it basically means stuff sucker. <laughs> like it because nice. he's like that's what it does. It sucks up stuff. You know, and he does it in that rah, 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 rah. right. Like, I'm, right. I'm Columbo. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yes, I know. I mentioned Columbo. Have you Have you ever seen Columbo? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Okay. Gotcha. But you know, RC RC did look a lot like Columbo. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. It's true. If I don't know if he observed Halloween, but kind of, there's a part of me that kind of hopes like he did, and he dressed up like Columbo <laughs> at least once, like at least once. <laughs> yeah. Just the facts, man. Just the candy, ma'am. That's all that I want. Just a That's diet coke. For. 
Yeah, here's here's this this German term. Uh, I'm I'm totally gonna butcher it because I've only ever read this term. I haven't actually uh, said it before, but it's a term that means like salvation history. So basically, like the progressive revelation of salvation throughout time okay. and throughout scripture. It's um, Heilsgeist. Heilsgeist. I I don't know. H e i l s g e s. C H I C H T E. No idea. He'll get no, I, mean, I don't. I don't know. It, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm, su- I'm sure that somebody who actually speaks German will laugh at the way you pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But I, I won't. I won't laugh at it because, for all I know, you're saying it right. <laughs> Gesundheit. Nein, uh, sprechen de Deutsch. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyways, thank you for, for tuning in today as we're going to be talking about these games that we wish that we had played. But before we get to that, I think we can get into some games that we have played. Huh? See what I did there? Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I suppose. I yeah. suppose. I don't did. have a, a nice German word for it. Um, but so. in American, it's called the backlogger point. <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull out my report here so we can take a look at it. Dude, Hmm? again, that fully worked, top notch. Got to do what you got to do, man. I I have no idea if if that you're actually going to get, like, my little golf club. (laughs) Hey, 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 see? (laughs) It's a a backlog report. Here we go. Uh, Here so we what, go. what do you have to report on over the past two weeks? Well, I guess I'll go first then. Uh, I I actually wrote, I wrote things down instead of just trying to remember. Nice. It works. It nice. works better when I do it that way. <laughs> so uh, as far as like any reading or listening, uh, mm-hmm. I've been listening to a a, a couple of books. Um, I I listened to some shorter stuff on Audible too. Okay. Uh, that that I thought was notable. Uh, there was a, an audio essay, and it, it might have been like a short article by a guy named Michael Pollan just on caffeine. And it's just called Caffeine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. Uh, it was a couple hours, and I want to listen to it again because it was just kind of like, ah, it was just a very, there There were some parts of the essay where I'm like, you know, it like he's yeah. a, a little bit of like a leftist sort of agenda sort of showing up in some of that. But mm. It was just an interesting sort of little history uh, of caffeine and how like caffeine sort of like was a, a sort of crucial part of the industrial revolution um, and just like okay. how how in a lot of ways caffeine has sort of changed and shaped the way that we approach work and productivity. Um, it, it, it was interesting. It's it's way more interesting. It's like it's it's like I said, it's a couple hours long. It's at, at, well, I, I I could look up the. Here, I'll just pull it up because I just feel I I just wanted to talk about it for a minute and now I'm talking about it for entirely too long. <laughs> but uh it is let me book details. Let's see, guys. Two hours and two minutes on, on Audible. Oh yeah. Um so it's like a couple hours long, but it was really interesting. Uh there's a book called Range by David Epstein that I got clued into this book because I was listening to the Daily Stoic and uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Holiday had uh, Epstein on, and I was listening oh, to nice. it, and it just sounded really interesting. Um, 
it's basically sort of an examination of the specialist type of model versus the basically the the more jack of all trades kind of stuff. And yeah. there's actually a little a neat little anecdote that they talk about, like that that we've all heard of jack of all trades, master of none, right? Um, but there's actually a like a little bit further more of that little limerick or whatever that actually implies that that's not quite like the way that we use it is wrong. Okay. Um, it, it, Interesting. It, 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 but anyways, it just talks about like he, he uses primarily tiger woods and he compares because like tiger from like very early on took, took up golf and he's like, you know, golf phenom and all that. Yeah. And then you have Roger Federer, uh, a tennis player, one of the, one of the greatest tennis players, male tennis players of all time. I'm going to say Federer, but I don't know if that's how I, I don't really watch tennis and I don't really care. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's cool. It's neat, whatever. But how he didn't really start taking tennis seriously until later in life. Okay. And um, he actually was like, he, he was, he was very athletic, but he like wrestled and he played soccer and he did a bunch of other stuff. It, it's just an inter- interesting uh, sort of contrast between sort of the specialist versus a much more wide ranging proficiency. Mm -hmm. That's been very cool. I mentioned it to you earlier, but I've been again, listening to slash, I kind of consider it reading, but uh, the masters of doom and uh, David Kushner wrote that will Wheaton is narrating it. And it's kind of like, but (laughs) I just don't like will Wheaton all that much. I think he's kind of a, (laughs) but who cares? (laughs) Um, you know, it's like, Hey, that, that dude's got way more money than I will probably ever have. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, uh, but, uh, it's, it's an interesting history of, you know, PC gaming and doom and id software. It's sort of, the story really does in a lot of ways center around John Carmack and John Romero, who were two mm-hmm. of the founders of, of id. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just it's a it's a really sort of fascinating listen. I get well, I, I would say it's a fascinating read, but I'm not reading it. But it's a fascinating mm-hmm. listen in a sense that, for me, what it's it's doing it's it's sort of demonstrating that a lot of ways that we think about PC gaming like now mm-hmm. is largely due to the work of these two guys. And then it's like John Romero, like if like if if you don't know who he is, he's an interesting cat. It's it's a yeah. good listen. Yeah, I recommend sure. it. I haven't really dipped into Anna Karenina at all in the last couple of weeks. Okay, um, and and I've really in the last probably month or so I've fallen a little bit behind on my Old Testament New Testament reading, but I am trying to sort of like you know get back into that a little bit. Uh, but I haven't been super consistent there, so shame on me. Okay, uh, I did watch uh, the other weekend uh, Buckaroo Bonsai. Mm-hmm. It's and you and I were talking about this, and uh, it is the most '80s thing possibly ever. Uh, it is an '80s fueled uh, fever dream mm. that is absolutely just like you will probably be a little dumber for having watched it, but you might also be a little happier because it is just corny and schlocky, and it's just so stinking weird. Um, <laughs> The reason we watched it is my aunt and uncle came out to visit and stayed the weekend with us. You know, we were trying to be 
like whatever social distance whatever like you know okay like sort of kind of uh Mm -hmm. but you know whatever you know take responsibility for your own lives fools um Mm. you know but anyways we had watched it at like growing up i remember like watching it at his house one time with my parents or whatever and we we got the talking about it for some reason. So then we it was just like, why don't we watch it? So we just turned yeah. it on one night and watched it. And I'm like going, Megan had never seen it before. And I don't think she was <laughs> nearly as impressed with it as I had been. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. She, she doesn't have to be, I guess. Um, <laughs> so lastly, uh, the things I've been playing lately. Um, so I rolled credits on Anthem. And okay yeah it's fun like and i like talking to parker like i i am going to be playing it for a little bit more but i do count it as okay. sort of like having i've beaten it um yeah yeah for sure and i think it's pretty enjoyable uh but i can see like there's some definite issues where i can see where people would be frustrated with it i i, I definitely think like hey it's 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 a worthwhile play uh i did fire up bioshock and sort of like sort of trying to get a little bit of a head start on Bioshocktober. Okay. Um, just to yeah. sort of get back into that a little bit. I did also sort of fire up Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask uh, on my 3DS. Nice. And uh, I was telling uh, I was really actually pretty pleased with that. And then I have decided that I will be dipping back into Octopath. Okay. Because I just want to be done with the stupid Galdera fight. Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, I did complete the Diablo 3 seasonal content. I don't know if I had mentioned that, but I did do that. And I actually, one of the games that you sent me, uh, you let me, uh, is that Persona 4 Arena. Uh-huh. I fired that up, and yeah. I'm I'm going to turn it on easy. And Okay. Yeah. It's, did, oh, sorry. I'm just, did, not good, I'm just not good at fighting games. And okay. It, I'm okay with that. I like it. It's very text-heavy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not understand? I'm sorry. Did I not prepare you for that? Because no, yes, dude, it is. I was like, I was like, I was like, let's get into some fights, and then it was like 20 minutes of text later. Yeah, and then I got into my first fight. I was like, I played the tutorial. I was like, do all these things. I was like, okay, these are all cool ideas. Like, let's go fight. And by the time mm. I was all done with the text, it was like I forgot everything I just learned. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, the way that it works, though, is is like the game progress. I mean, I just went from left to right in your characters. But the story that's told is told from tons of different angles, depending on the character that you are. And so you don't get like the full story until you actually finish. And it unlocks other characters as you continue. So you basically have to have seen a lot of the story already in order to progress. And and if I remember correctly, some of the unlocked characters, it does actually put you like halfway into the story because you've already been through that first half like 10 times at that point. Um, Yeah, it is very text heavy because it's mostly about the story. And uh, how long did you play it? Uh, I mean, I did. I decided to start with um, Hero. Okay, you? you, Yeah. Yeah. Nakami, I think. Unikami or whatever. I decided to start with him. And I was just like, I'll start with him. Mm -hmm. And I did the first fight. 
Oh, okay. So that's all the farther I got. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Give give yourself some time. Now, the thing that I appreciate about the game is that the combos are pretty easy to pull off. So, like, you can't win by just mashing buttons necessarily, although some combos do happen by just mashing buttons. But you get a feel for the character. So, like, three fights in, you really start to feel more like how to use the different character. And I mean, there's only a handful of fights for each story uh, perspective, each character. So I, I, I mean, I would say give it some more time, but, uh, okay. but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's a lot of story. I'm so sorry that I didn't uh, mention. No, that. it's, yes. it's fine. I mean, maybe you did and I just forgot about it, but I was just like, it's like, Oh cool. Fighting game. And I was like, I like fighting games. I'm not really great at them. Like, I think though, I am going to turn it on to easy because yeah. it's, it's an Atlas or uh, Arc System Works game, right? And like those, I'm not really again. Not I, I want to be good at fighting games, but mm. I also just and and it's I'm playing it on PS3. Like, yeah. So the PS3 controller is not super great. Yeah, it's not. It's not. If I had maybe like a, maybe I'll look at sort of. This is may, might be the dumbest thing I say on this podcast. Eh, probably not. I'll probably surpass this. But maybe I'll look and see if like there's some sort of like fight pad option. Yeah. <laughs> like for the PS3 that I can pick up. I mean, I'm, it. I'm sure there is if you really want to go down that route. Um, Listen, I, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What have I started? No, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Googling it now. <laughs> Yeah, let us know next time because I'm I'm curious to hear other people's thoughts because I really I I really enjoyed the story that the game tells. Um, I thought the the characters were quite compelling and endearing, um, and it was pretty cool. You know, it's it's a crazy Japanese story, but still, obviously, you know that because it drops you in and you're just like, what the heck is happening? But uh, oh, for sure, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, Amazon has Street Fighter. Oh, they're ninety dollars. Ah, I, I don't want one that bad. That. Although I do kind of, I actually really like them. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find one cheaper than that, uh, I, I actually those are the same fight pads that I used to have for my three sixty, just for the PS three. Nice. Um, those are really sharp looking though. I could get a a Hori Fighting Commander for PlayStation Four and Three, mm-hmm. and that's fifty bucks. It doesn't feel as like frivolous. It's like especially if I could use it on my PS Four. Yeah, all those fighting games you have on your PS Four. Mm, I have a couple. Okay, what have I mm. started? Do you? What have you done? <laughs> Like Megan's going to send you a strongly worded (laughs) Joshua. What did you do? I was trying to make it so that he didn't have to buy the game. Instead, he bought a $50 controller. (laughs) The Ken one for PlayStation 3 is only $60. (laughs) Only $60 for this controller. It's only $60. Oh, geez. Uh, All right. I'm going to stop. Oh, man. I'm looking at these and I'm like, I really like these. <laughs> so you're not going to stop. I, I should stop, but kind of <laughs> don't want to. <gasps> There's an Akuma one. 
<laughs> oh, it's it's out of out of stock. Uh, of course. It was seventy five bucks at Walmart. I'm like, I would buy that. And they'd mm. probably get like eviscerated by my wife. Hmm. <laughs> that's really cool. Okay. I'm I'm putting my phone down and I'm not looking at this anymore. Because all it's doing is tempting me to buy stuff I don't need. Uh-oh. I just like I don't really like the DualShock Three. Yeah. For I don't like using the sticks for fighting. Right. And the D pad's not great either. Mm-hmm. So it's just I might turn it on easy just so I'm like maybe I'll, maybe I'll Google and see like if that affects anything. If they're like, well, in order to experience the truest truest that they, yeah. you need to play it on normal, I'm like don't care <laughs> i just want to play this thing have a little bit of fun and move on yeah all right yeah but that's all i got all right um well i have a very uh small backlog report that's what it's called sorry my brain didn't want to work there for a second um i, I mean i guess you started with reading i haven't been reading well i've been reading a bunch actually but it's mostly been so I started up school this past week and there's been a lot of reading for that. So that's where a lot of my reading time has come in. Um, outside of that, I mean, I haven't listened to any books. It's really just been podcasts. Um, but I did finish up Distinctives of Baptist Covenant Theology. I sent a little screen cap in the uh, in the Discord where we got to, you know, discuss about how Reformed Baptists actually continue reforming Semper Reformanda. You know, they carried on the tradition of the Reformation, um, which is pretty cool. At which point in time I just started flipping over (laughs) tables and screaming. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, but it was was good. I I felt good because I've owned that book for years, and I'd been trying... Well, it's actually parallels... It's funny that I'm able to bring this up on this episode of all episodes, because... With this episode, we're talking about games that we've owned for a long time that we haven't ever beaten. And this was a book that I've owned for a long time and I've been meaning to read for a long time. And finally being able to finish it. Um, It's definitely one that I'm going to have to go back to uh, because I really want to, I know this is weird, but I kind of want to write up my own diagrams because of the way that it kind of separates the covenants, um, especially between um, traditional, I guess, Presbyterian thinking and Baptist thinking in where the covenant, you know, Presbyterians with the, with the covenants with different administrations um, and things like that. So, uh, it, you mean it, the proper, the proper way to, to look at covenant uh, theology. I mean, <laughs> let's just say there's a reason I'm a Baptist. Okay. Listen, you're allowed to be wrong, but yeah. Yeah, if, if you wanna if you wanna put it that way, Listen, um, you were firing shots, yes. and now I'm getting. I I was waiting, I was waiting, <laughs> biding my time, and now I'm, I'm like, well, what do you think about that? No, huh? it's it's good though. I would I would definitely recommend it. It it's it gets heady though, so you might have to, um, you know, stop and reread sections. I know I did. So no, um, it's an academic work. So yeah, yeah. But it's fairly short at the same time, so it's not a huge commitment. It's just kind of dense. Like you, you really have to keep up with um, with his pacing, or else you're going to get lost pretty quickly. So it definitely comes recommended just to, just to learn, you know, about covenantalism from Baptist and Presbyterian perspectives. 
Uh, so, and I mean, the, that's really what I've been, re- you know, like I said, uh, school books, stuff like that on, I, I'm taking a class on Isaiah. And so we've been reading about prophets, Old Testament mm. prophets. And, um, and then also apparently there's some, this, this is what I'm learning about this week. Uh, apparently there is some dispute amongst, uh, modern thinkers as to, who wrote Isaiah and if it was done by committee and if there are multiple authors of Isaiah. Hmm. Never even thought about that. I, I generally tend to think, uh, no, it's it's more just modern skepticism. Um, but I'm diving into that a little bit more. So interesting hmm. stuff, if nothing else. Yeah. But that's really all that I've been reading. I, I honestly can't think of much that I've watched. I tried watching the first episode of... Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, but it, it was difficult to watch that while doing other things, so I kind of just put that on pause for now. Dude, and and based on, the, I think, the conversations, I actually added that to my Netflix queue. Yeah. And Megan was like, yeah. you watch that? And I was like, it's like, who are you? <laughs> it's like, you, do you see what I watch? <laughs> it's either that or Ultraman. Come on. <laughs> it's like, and but uh, no, I just said like I grew up watching it, like, and it's yeah. like there's a part of me that sort of just wants to, especially after you know Paul's last episode on the yes. uh, on the retro station where well maybe not but the episode where he's talking about Star Trek, I was like I kind of want to like check this out for a minute, like, yeah, yeah. It's been a hot minute since I spent time in the 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 world of Trek. Yes. True. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted, I, and I wanted to be able to kind of appreciate the writing as um, an adult, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I do want to get back to it. Unfortunately, it just wasn't the right circumstances under which that I was able to do that. Because, um, like I said, started school, and then also my sister's been in town from California for the past few weeks, and so we've been getting together and doing family stuff, and and. Uh, getting together with friends, like, you know, we have a new baby, so lots of people come and visit and stuff like that. So we've we've been more social, actually, over the past couple weeks um, and haven't had as much time to do, <laughs> you know, the stuff that I do when I'm alone. Um, so there's that. Not very much uh, uh, TV and not very much reading outside of that stuff. Uh, and then when it comes to games, I've really only been playing Dragon Quest V. Hmm. Uh, that was the last game on my backlog draft. And so I'm trying to wrap it up. It feels like I'm towards the very end of the game. Um, I'm only, I'm less than 25 hours in at this point, but it does feel like it's, it's towards the end. Everything seems to be coming to a head. Um, and it's a really good game. You know, if, if you know anything about kind of the Dragon Quest series, it's definitely one of the stands out standouts along with the latest one, along with eight, um, you know, and depending who you talk to for, you know, is usually brought up. Um, but yeah, so it, it's not necessarily the most, um, proficient or progressive of the series. Not that the series is very progressive in general. It's actually very much, uh, traditional for the most part. Um, but like after playing Dragon Quest eight, like there are things in Dragon Quest eight, like mechanically that I like a lot more than Dragon Quest five. But uh, there is so much heart in this story that, uh, it man, it hits you in the feels in some of the best ways and some of the worst ways. So um, it, it, is def- it, it is a very good 
story. Hmm. Um, and they introduce, I mean, there, there are mechanics that they introduce capturing monsters, which is fun, or at least having monsters in your party. I'll put it that way. Um, was a really cool addition. And and it, like Dragon Quest games, I mean, it does feel very traditional, kind of the progression and then the world opening up and really having to talk to people to kind of find out where to go next. And, and you feel like you're adventuring across this world because they're just kind of clues as to, to where things are headed without necessarily pushing you in the right direction unless you have a guide that you're following and in which case you know where to go and you know all the optional quests and stuff like that um but it's a good time uh i'm enjoying it especially yeah the story is really good um even if it does like it's not really good in in terms of like there's tons of twists and turns and things like that it just um what they set out to do even though it's simple is executed very well. So I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll, I'll give some of my final thoughts next time hmm. after I finally finish it up. But really, that's all I have to report on. Man, I, I do. Like, I, I actually, while you were talking about uh-huh. it, I did look up the, the how long to beat okay. time. Okay. They said around 30 hours. Nice. Nice. So hopefully. So that actually, like, like, even looking at that time, it's like, man. Like there's for like a okay. completionist run, they're saying maybe 50 hours. And I'm like, that actually seems like really mm-hmm. sort of like attainable and kind of nice. <laughs> I own it and I've, yeah. I've been meaning to get back into it and I just haven't. So I'm curious. Just, I'm, I'm uh, curious what a completionist would include. Now, there's a lot of optional uh, quests and stuff that you can go on. Um, I say a lot. There's at least a handful of things that I'm I'm not like scouring every town and going back after things change throughout the game uh, like you can do. Um, but I would imagine that part of the completionist criteria is to capture all the monsters, and I feel like that would take a long time because it's really random. It's not like you're throwing a Pokeball at them. It's basically like you beat these monsters, and if you're lucky, at the end of the battle, they're like, hey, you're strong. Can I join you? So doing that for all the different types that you can get, mm. that... Sounds a bit tedious to me. Maybe, maybe. I will. Uh, I will <laughs> nice. let you know when I go all completionist weirdo <laughs> mode on it. I probably cool, won't cool. do that. But anyways. well, and now a word from our friends. Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. No. No. That's not true. That That's impossible. This is such an incredible moment. A memory that will bring joy to the hearts of millions of people for generations. Wait. Wait, what? The sort of thing they talk about on the Retro Station podcast. The stories, movies, music, moments that brought us together as a people that we enjoyed with friends. You laugh about this with your friends? My life has been a lie! Exactly. This is wonderful. You're crazy! No, everyone agrees this is a truly classic moment. Wait, wait a minute. Did you kill Mom then? I... I'd, I'd rather not talk about that. Oh, I, I bet they talk about that on the retro station, huh? What a classic moment that was when Mom died. Actually, most people thought that was a bit of a letdown. 
They made memes making fun of it. They, they made memes of mom? The Retro Station Podcast. Celebrating all those things that made us nerds. And we're back. <laughs> yes, we are back and ready to break down the benefits of our backlog games that we haven't played. It's two bros beating on the backlog. Or in this case, breaking down the benefits. It's a backlog breakdown. Ah! I love it. I love it. New theme song right there. Oh, I forgot the really bad at brevity line. Oh, no. Really bad at brevity is a backlog breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That now, my, my, for all of you Eddie out there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, total Eddie Vedder. Um, that was a Patreon exclusive up until today. So you have been blessed. Your ear holes have been blessed with they the have Patreon been mightily blessed theme song. <laughs> By that's 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 a innate original. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know how how to transition out of that except to say that today we're talking about games and I've explained it multiple times already so it doesn't need another explanation but I'm going to do it anyway games that we Yeah, own. the ones that got away boys and girls. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The ones that got away. The ones that we really I mean for as long as we've been playing video games like these are ones that I really ought to have already played. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was compiling my list, I consulted a lot of the internet's top 100 games. That's primarily how I did it. Uh, I actually didn't look at my personal list of games. If I were to do that, I'm sure I would find mm. a lot more. Um, but it definitely did remind me of a number of games that, uh, man, yeah, as as a gamer... It, aren't these the cream of the crop apparently i've just never gotten around to them uh so i'll go ahead and start off if you don't mind yeah go ahead because i'm i'm just gonna throw out a huge one first right off the bat so everyone can make fun of me that's okay uh my number one game that i know that i should have played because apparently it's a classic but i've never played more than 10 minutes of it is super mario 64 Mm. I I love me some Mario. I've played a bunch of the 3D Marios. I played through Odyssey. I played through the ones on Wii U. Those were a lot of fun. Um, but I've never played the the Mario 64, the classic. Now, I will say that I actually didn't own it until fairly recently, within the last couple of years. So that's part of the reason. It was always expensive when I was younger because we bought very discounted games when I was younger. When we actually had the Nintendo 64, I never owned it. I had friends who had it, um, but it wasn't really a big deal to me. I'd watch my friends play it. They looked like they were having fun, but it, eh, whatever, not a big deal. Um, and But now that I'm older, I have it on DS. Uh, I think I even bought it on the Wii U uh, uh, virtual console, so I've got it there as well, but I still haven't played it, uh, and it's supposed to be like one of the best Marios, right? Sorry, I haven't played it. I... I don't know that I've ever beaten Mario sixty four. Oh, I kind of, I kind of also don't care because <laughs> I just didn't like it that much. Ooh, I, I thought like from what I played, and I, I did play a substantial amount of it. Okay. I just don't think that I cared about it. Like it was like fine, it was like fun, 
But like that collectathon, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not trying to like. I'm sure that at the time I was like, "This is amazing." Mm-hmm. But then Ocarina Time came out, and I'm like, "This is even more amazing," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, and now I look at both of them, and I'm like, "They're trash." Oh, get the garbage wow. out of my face! <laughs> no, and that's <laughs> lots that's, of hot uh, takes. So many hot takes. Um. I just, I'm like, I think like Mar, it, it, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've ever, be- I think if I would have beaten it, I would have remembered. Yeah. And I just don't remember beating it. And I just kind of like, either that or I was just like, it seems like something significant enough that I would have been like, oh, this is amazing. You know, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah I, I, I think like it is definitely like 3D gaming in general owes a lot. To Mario 64, but at oh, the same sure. time, I'm just kind of like, well, uh, okay, that's neat. Like, move on. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you can't sort of like downplay it. But yeah, that's a, that's a, that uh, apparently, you know what? We should just shut up, stop playing video. Like, just, we obviously are not qualified to talk about anything since right. we have not played Mario 64. Yeah, clearly. And to which I say, <gasps> nice yeah i don't care (laughs) that's pretty standard um as a big retro gamer the next game that i had uh was another even older than super mario 64 this one is Mm -hmm. held in high regard by pretty much everyone i even held hold it in high regard i really enjoyed playing this game but I've never actually beaten it. I think I, I might have gotten halfway into it. And that is, my friends, Super Metroid. Mm. I've played a lot of Metroid games. <laughs> I really I've like a lot, a lot of, of Metroid, Metroid games. games. Yeah. But I, I, too, am also lacking in that department. Man, how how does this happen? How does like because we're the worst. <laughs> this this game in particular, like a lot of people that I follow, is in their top ten. Is in their top five. I've seen it as like best game of all time for multiple people. Um, and I agree that it's a good game. See, uh, with this game, I never owned it. Okay, but we rented it multiple times. And I had Nintendo Power, and I followed the guide, and I would always get stuck. Okay, I enjoyed as far as I got, but I would always get stuck, and so I never made it very far in the game. Now I could—I have a SNES Classic. I own it there, um, so I could play it, but I haven't. You could never, but you haven't. It. Why yeah. haven't you? Well, why haven't you? <laughs> no, I, I am actually curious though. What's what's your history with the game? Have you never touched um, it before? I. It was like one of those things where I think the first time I played it was like via emulation on my PC back in back okay. in my rebel days. And <laughs> I didn't I didn't give a rip. I told the man, I don't need to listen to you. I'm gonna steal your stuff, man. Um sorry, I, I don't uh I I was sort of a latecomer to Metroid and Metroidvanias in general. Gotcha. I mean I played Symphony of the Night. And I was like, oh, this game's awesome. But they just didn't get their hooks into me until a little later on in life. Uh, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until... Well, actually, I played Symphony of the Night because I had played 
one of the Castlevanias on Game Boy Advance. And I was okay, like, oh, gotcha. this game is freaking rad. And I beat that. And so then I went back and I played more Castlevania. And then somebody told me about Metroid. And at that point in time, like uh, Metroid, uh, what that Metroid on other M prime not other. No. Well, I did like prime. Okay. Um, but uh, the Metroid fusion. Oh yeah. 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 Uh huh. On GBA. Was, it, what, what, was there another one? Yeah. But the, like the, I played the Metroids on GBA and I was like, Oh, these are actually really, really cool. And I never got around to playing super Metroid. Yeah, um, Zero Mission was the other one, the remake of the original. That's the one. Yeah. It was like one of those things where I sort of came in into those in the back from the back door, and I gotcha. had I had played Castlevania like the original Castlevania on NES. That's a pretty substantial hole in my sort of like this is a game I probably should have played. And yeah, you know, my my gamer cred. Oh no. <laughs> like yeah. Well, it's it's like. On paper, this is like tons of stuff that I enjoy. And I do actually really like this game. I've just never gone back to it. And yeah, it's it, people sing the praises of it all the time. I mean, I, I own it on my 3DS because I was like, okay. Hi, hey, I can finally get a hold of this. I can play yeah. it. This will be rad. And then I just haven't. Yeah. Like just because. Is it on the Switch uh, SNES games that you can get for online? Switch it might be i don't know maybe yeah i don't know i don't know I'd, I'd have to get up and go check my switch to find out <laughs> i'm not gonna do if that only there was an easier way to i mean i, I could look I'm, I'm kidding i'm the same phone. way it's it's seriously like 15 feet away um anyways do, do you want to throw out a game or should i continue uh, down my list well i mean you know here's one it's a little more contemporary this isn't as like okay. sort of like yeah. old school I, that's not, I played some of two of these, mm-hmm. but I have not beaten any of the Arkham Trilogy games. Ah, okay. Not okay. not a single one. Not a single one. I own all of them. <laughs> gotcha. I own. In fact, I own uh, Arkham Asylum and is it City? Is the second one? I own those on PS3 and PS4, but I have played none of them. <laughs> and I'm just like, why did I buy all these? Like, um, and and it is one of those things where I do want to play them because mm-hmm. uh, one, I really liked uh, Shadow of Mordor, and I've heard that the combat in Shadow of Mordor actually comes like a lot of gameplay from Shadow of Mordor and the combat is actually sort of directly an homage to the Batman games or the Arkham yeah. games. Yeah, but. I'm also kind of like, yeah, I, it's just, I just haven't made it a point to like, sort of like just knuckle down and go through them. I've, I, I know they're yeah. supposed to be really great. Um, and you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's funny. Like we just got the announcement for Rocksteady's new game, uh, the suicide squad game. And I'm like, mm. well, that looked really cool. And I was like, Oh yeah. I still haven't played <laughs> asylum city or night. <laughs> do you own origins i might there's there's a strong chance that i probably do uh i don't know but gotcha. i i know for a fact that i own the 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 rocksteady trilogy yeah. um yeah 
Here's one. It's like from the PS2 era, and it's like one of those things. Okay. This is more of like a little bit of a cult classic, but mm. Dark Cloud 2. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. And I think that I have like a little bit of a – I might have told this story before, though, that I had played it. I was actually really liked this game, and I was it was like one of those things where – I was playing the mess out of it, and my memory card failed. Oh, or like, no. I hit a, I hit a, a weird glitch, and then I went to load my game. Like I was like, the, the game like froze up and wouldn't let me get past a certain point. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just like I'll restart the PlayStation. And when I went to reload my file, it was like, nope. Oh, and it was like, it's like, well, <sighs> like we're done with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's one. Here's here's an here's a little even farther back. This one, I I I, I will be interested to hear how you respond to this. But okay. for as much as I have played it, I have never beaten Final Fantasy Tactics. I dumped hundreds oh. of hours into that game and never beat it. Oh man, I feel I bad never for finished you, son. it. Just oh. just because the story to me was such an integral part of that game. I mean, it does so many things really well i really enjoyed that game don't get me wrong but just just seeing that story through to the end was super cool well i do have i do have war of the lions on my vita okay and i actually have a walkthrough like an old like walkthrough book and so at some point in time i am just going to like make it a priority to sit down and just be like I'm a super nerd. I'm reliving my childhood. Do, 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 do. And, <laughs> and playing. And, and it wasn't for a lack of like, I'm thinking here. And I just, I honestly think that what happened with Final Fantasy Tactics, and it could be, is I was playing a bunch of it. I had put it down for a little bit. I picked it back up. And then I got deployed to Iraq. And it was like, oh, well, so there was like idea. a year and a half where it was like, well, yeah, there's there's no playing Final Fantasy Tactics out here in the <laughs> desert. Um, I I don't know why I keep lapsing into that voice, guys. I'm just sort of like intrigued <laughs> just by it. tonight's voice. There you go. It's just it's just my voice for tonight. <laughs> um, but and so like when I came home, it was like one of those things where I think I fired it up. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get back into this, and I was like, I have no idea <laughs> what, what I'm doing. Like it's like. Because it is such a sort of technical game in so many yeah, ways, yeah. That like you're just walking back into it, and it's like it's like this, this sort of like you know just with fear and trembling, uh-huh. like like yeah. I started weeping tears of blood, and just like <laughs> I can't. You don't want to kill off any of your characters either, because they're all yeah. like individually, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah, and if I don't if I don't rescue them in time, they'll turn into a crystal. <laughs> that's right oh so sad oh man yeah that okay the, well that the reason behind that one makes a lot of sense and so you are forgiven you you are absolved of any guilt for not having wow. beaten final fantasy Tactics. i i i appreciate like your you know i appreciate your attempts to be a little more catholic lower c <laughs> Um, like and and upper C, you were you were really going there. My going son. For it. Yeah. So that's uh yeah. Those are a couple like sort of 
interesting little takes off my list. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, so you mentioned Final Fantasy Tactics. I do actually have two separate Final Fantasy games on here. Um, so, at, you know what? Instead of doing that, let me just run down the Final Fantasy series because I'm a big fan. You know, I started with the original Final Fantasy mm-hmm. on NES and played through that. Um, I played through a bit of Final Fantasy 2 and gave up on that because not very good. Uh, that was emulated when I was a kid. That was one of the first games that I emulated because mm-hmm. I'm like, the you can play only- Japanese games? What? The only reason I the only reason I beat that is because I played the DS version, which okay. was basically, you know, from what I understand, a significantly better version of that game. Yeah, yeah. the The game is just so much left up to chance that like it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, Final Fantasy three. I think I've told the story. I got up to the very final boss. Um, but because I'm playing the Japanese version, the boss had, um, uh, fan service. We'll put it that way. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a Greek goddess looking thing. Like it's, you know, it, it wasn't overly like weird. Did she have digital boobs? Ja- yes, she did. She did. Mm. And I want to say there was like a, a pixel covering the nipples or something like that. But I distinctly remember, cause I'm playing this on the one computer that we had in our house right? Because it's emulated because it hadn't come over to America yet. And I'm just thinking, if my parents walk into the room... Oh, I'm just... I was like, like... I was like... I was really hoping this story would just turn into like, I finally got this final boss fight and my mom turns the corners. It's like... Right. What? Yes, exactly. What are you looking at on our computer? No. Uh, that... It didn't happen, but I got to that boss and I just like... it. I, it just felt wrong. And so I was like, okay, I've seen enough of this game. I know this is the final boss. I've basically beaten it, but I hadn't beaten it. Um, played through five, uh, played through some of, or excuse me, played through four. Played some of five, but never finished five. Uh, obviously, six, fantastic. Final Fantasy Seven is one of the games on this list simply because it's so um, high regarded and because it did change, you know, JRPGs in the West. So it certainly mm. has its place. I should have played through all of Final Fantasy VII, and I haven't. I've gotten one or two discs in. Um, eight, I've played through, unfortunately. Nine, I've played through. And then Final Fantasy X is the other game on this list that I've heard really good things about, and I own it. On Vita, I have the the uh, Final Fantasy X and X2 yeah, package. I have, I have that same little, like... I have it, actually, on Vita and for my PS4, and I have nice. yet to... And I haven't beaten ten either. And I actually got okay. a significant chunk of the way through that. Like, we're talking like probably 20 to 30 hours in. And okay. I just never like pulled the trigger and just like ran it down. Like, and that was like back on PS2 or whatever. Right. So. Right. Uh, it was one of the games that I would go over to my friend's house and watch mm-hmm. him play. Like okay. it, it was, it was just fun to, you know, it was like, it had this cool battle system. He knew like all the story bits and stuff and he could explain things to me and it was cool to like watch it. And I'm like, this is a really cool game. This was before I had a PS2. Um, it was a lot of fun. So I've always known like, yeah, this is a good entry. You know, I know a little bit about the characters, the dude who the, you know, the older samurai dude with the huge sword that, that always looked super. Yeah, there you go. He was a super cool guy. I know bits and pieces about this game and I've, been one the the sphere grid you know like there's mm-hmm. these really cool things uh but i've just never it's it's been on my it's been in the back of my head like oh i need to play this one next i own it on freaking vita so i can take it with me but i still haven't played it 
So, dude, was was ten the one where you could swap out your car- yep. your party character, like party yep, members, like on the mm-hmm. fly? Like that is such a cool, like legit. I really like that. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it's just one of those games where, like, yeah, I just never. I, it was like I played a good bit of it, and then I just never got around to finishing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, so ju- jumping along with um, JRPG, since we're talking about JRPGs, well, yeah, there's there's a significant Final Fantasy that you have not mentioned. Okay, nothing with twelve. You don't own it, or you've never owned it or i so i own it i've owned i mean because 13 for, is trash and i don't blame you for not having that but i own at least the any first of the, two of 13 because they were five bucks each or something like that oh well so okay when I, well when that, the time comes i might that's that's a little it. bit better than like like if someone had given them to you that would have been optimal but <laughs> right if, if you had to spend money at least it was only ten dollars yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so so those are there those are there but i don't know if i'll ever actually play them yeah so 12 um i own it i've owned it for probably a bit over a year now my brother was downsizing a bunch of his games and he Mm. and that was one of the games that he gave me well it's probably been longer than a year now um for ps2 so i own it but i haven't played it since then i i I had not owned it before then it's it's an interesting one because the gambit system is really controversial and Mm. i've actually been told that the zodiac version uh-huh. Uh the basically so the one that the remaster right like that that zodiac sort of system or whatever was like they they basically re-released it in Japan and fixed a lot of the problems with like the gambit system nice skill setup or whatever so I've been told that that's the better one to play but it's I that that's one of those ones and especially you know going back to something Paul uh, from the retros or Kai, what, whatever mm. we we know who he is, but uh, <laughs> you know from the retro station at one point in time was talking about. Uh, well, this is back when on on the zoo. He was actually talking about like Vaughn and Pinello, mm-hmm. the two of the like your fir- you're basically your first your initial characters. Mm-hmm. One, they're really frustrating. They're kind of annoying, yep. and like it's weird because they don't really feel like hero the hero and the heroine Uh which normally the first couple characters but paul basically points out that in a lot of ways they're c3po and r2d2 they're not really the heroes Hmm. they're just sort of vehicles that you experience the story through um and that that's actually borrowing from the kurosawa uh uh film uh, the hidden castle okay there are two guys who so anyways but Lucas borrowed that from the Hidden Castle, mm-hmm. and then, like, for whatever reason, Pinello and Vaughn were sort of written in the story, and they have almost more of a, a C-3PO and R2-D2, and Balthier, and the, the re- and Ash, and that whole crew, those are the actual real he- heroes, right. and Pinello and Vaughn are just sort of the idiots that <laughs> sort of get, that like, you experience the story through, and I'm like, yeah. that's a really interesting device, and so now that I have that framework in my head, I'm like, I kind of want to go back and see if this thing is, like, better than I actually thought it was. Yeah. Well, my understanding is that they weren't supposed to be the main characters either. No. That that it was kind of like they weren't supposed to be in the 
they weren't supposed to be in the game really oh, okay yeah and there you go <laughs> then like uh, the way that i understand it is that basically like they did some like you know like we've we've polled people and we've done this yeah. and we and and the research the market says do this and so it's right. like we need to sell this game so do that yeah and like yeah, Baltier is is a great character though man okay dude's, dude's a baller nice nice so since we're firmly in the realm of JRPGs, you had mentioned this game the other day, the, 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 over the past week. No, maybe it was a couple weeks. It doesn't matter. You mentioned this game. Um, and so I went ahead and threw it on the list, although I'm not very guilty, or I don't feel very guilty about not having beaten it. But uh, I've owned Chrono Cross for a long time mm. for a long time like i've owned it since i was playing on ps1 uh probably Dude, like a we, greatest we, hits version yeah i did throw that out in the discord because i i do think we ought to to play through it mm-hmm. um the more i think about i would like to put some space in between that and our because i know we played chrono trigger fairly recently yeah last year mm-hmm and I'm like, I'd like to put a little more space in between it because the thing about Chrono Cross is it's actually a really good game. Is it really though? some? Inter- it's got some really interesting systems. Okay. It's really pretty. It's got some really like there's. It's got a lot of really good stuff going for it. I would say in a lot of ways, like the character, there's like over forty characters that you can recruit. <laughs> it's it's something stupid. It's like a ton of characters. Mm-hmm. It's a little bloated and a little weird, and it definitely wants you to play through the game multiple times. But I would just say, like, I remember playing that game and being like, "It's it's a good game by itself." But when you put it, if you put it in like sort of as a, if you really are sort of like treating it as a, it's a really bad sequel to Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's unfortunate because it's actually a pretty good game on its own merits. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Chrono Cross is is yeah that's an interesting one yeah i Mm. i i never got very far in it It, yeah it's it was so weird and i wasn't a big fan of the characters early on and yeah it's 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 kind of a mess in my estimation from the little that i played i frankly did not play very much it's story okay so like chrono trigger is like super like Super polished, super yeah. narrow, in 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 the best part. Like, yes, there are the branching storylines, but it's like it's very tight. Mm-hmm. Chrono Cross is like not that. Yeah, and Chrono Cross is like, frankly, I've I've listened, I've heard the the story explained to me several times, and I'm still mm-hmm. like, this is an incoherent mess. Yes, yeah, like it's just because it's just. It's like, how do you make sense of this? Well, you don't because it's an incoherent mess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. one of those stories that feels like, it, at least because I have had it all spoiled back when we were playing through Chrono Trigger. And it feels like they knew what they wanted the ending to be and wrote it from the ending backwards and then chopped that up and gave it to you like memento style where like you play through these different parts without knowing other things in there. Well, and, and I don't want to get too off the rails when it comes okay. to Chrono Cross. Okay. Yeah, the thing, sorry. but what I will say is like 
Final Fantasy VII is like the 90th game of all time. <laughs> like, but in a lot of ways, like Chrono Cross is just as 90s a game, but it's sort of in a much different direction. Um, okay. And it sort of does, uh, it's like, it's very, it encapsulates sort of like a very different strain of the 90s, but mm-hmm. just as far as like, and, and it's just, I don't know, it's, it is so just freaking weird and yeah. like incoherent. And it's just, <laughs> well, and like the thing is, honestly, I think it suffers. It suffers from the fact that they tried to tie it to, to Chrono Trigger. Right. Um, yeah. Because yeah. one, the way that it actually sort of uses the, the, the characters from Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. actually is really disappointing. Yes. And like you yeah. could have, so like, there's a character, and and I can't remember his name, but he's Magus. Right. He is Magus, and he's supposed. But like the way that they handle his, like it, it just the way they handle him is just completely bananas. You can mm. actually recruit Glenn. Um, okay. Okay. AKA Frog, which that like That's in order weird. to get him is like. You you kind of just have to be a garbage person, and it turns out Mar Marley, uh, Luca, and Chrono like they're all dead. They're all and it, dead. It's just yeah. like this game is just it's like it's interesting. And again, I just I think with Chrono Cross, if it hadn't been tied to Chrono Trigger so heavily, yeah. like if it had been more like, hey, this is sort of like. A story in that same world, but it's also sort of exploring some different themes. Like there's so many good, cool things where it talks about like it's a little more interested in sort of like quantum theory mm-hmm. versus like time manipulation. It's sort of about like um, parallel dimensions and quantum theory and just weirdness. There's and there's just like there's a lot of like story beats that they just they took like one part. I don't I don't know, man. It's I, I was actually listening to some podcasts on it recently, which right. sort of like made me like, oh, I should probably play this again sometime here in the nearest future. But it, it it just it does suffer from the fact that like I think like when you when you're like it's a sequel to Chrono Trigger, and I'm like, oh no, don't no, <laughs> don't go that don't not go to that really. space, yeah, because that's really not a great way to like play like experience that game, yeah. Like if if because it's it's a very very different thing, very very different experience. And if you're like, I love Chrono Trigger, like I want more of that. Chrono Cross is not that. Right, right, exactly. And I do think I was burned by that when I had first got it mm-hmm. when I was younger, um, because I only played a handful of hours and was just like, eh, I'm not I'm not really digging this. This is this is not what I wanted. Um, and then frankly, I do think once I started looking into the story when we replayed Chrono Trigger, cause I was interested in it, I think I'm a little butthurt by what they did, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, uh, for what they did to the characters in Chrono Trigger. Cause they, they did them dirty, man. They, I mean, like they, they really did. They're saviors I, of, of, you know, all time they destroyed Lavos and then they just, what they're, they, they're 10 years later, they're all dead. Come on. Come on. Anyways. Yeah, it's 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 such a weird it's such a weird game. Yeah. But it is like dude, I'm telling you like if we can like sort of like pencil it in at some point in time mm-hmm. and if you just play the game on its own merits. Right. Again, That's what I the storyline is it's absolutely hard. incoherent. 
Mm-hmm. But like one, I think it has like a really cool battle system. Okay. And there's lots of like little mechanics and stuff that get layered in there that like really, really kind of like challenge you to like, okay. uh, that I, I'm just like, man, there's some like, this is like when sort of like, it's, it's back in the heyday of like square, the square soft, square Enix, you know, pre all of that stuff. But like, this is like, they were like doing some wild stuff and some of it was actually really really good okay. and it's it's unfortunate that nobody does anything with some of these ideas anymore yeah but yeah nice uh since we're talking about ps1 jrpgs i've got three more on here i'm just gonna rapid fire we don't have to talk about them very long uh xenogears vagrant story and suikoden 2 so xenogears i've heard is amazing i bought it on psn like almost immediately after i bought mm-hmm. my vita and I've never touched it because it's a sixty-hour JRPG. Um, Vagrant well, story. Do you know? Do you know about the ending of that too? Yeah, I know it was rushed. It yeah. was supposed to be six games long, and it was only three discs, or you know, six di- or whatever. But yeah, like one of them is basically like a text dump, right, or something like. It's that. basically it, it like yeah, it's just a text dump. Like what was supposed to be like fifty hours of gameplay, yeah, just gets unloaded on you through exposition. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> What? But I wanted to play the fighting game. No, sorry. I, I no. want to play all that. I, I, like that would be a game. I'd love to see them like go back to that and Ooh, say like, hey, you know what? It. We're gonna do Xenogears and we're just gonna like do it proper. Like yeah. we're gonna yeah. just like roll this thing out the whole way. Yeah, that yeah, awesome. That could be pretty cool. But they're making enough money on the Xenoblade games right now, so yeah, they'll do what they want. Um, yeah, the second one is Vagrant Story. Um, uh, that one never I never beaten did. that either. But it, it's I got pretty far in that, and okay. then I just sort of like that game is like how, how you've played some of it, right? Yes, yes. I didn't get very far, but I did really enjoy what I played. Oh, art style is really cool. Um, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it it feels really cool, and it feels like dark and claustrophobic, but also heroic. Like, yeah, it, it felt really cool. I just didn't play very much of it. I own it. I own it, it physically. It's another. It's much. another one of those squ- SquareSoft games. Mm-hmm. This is you know prior to the Square Enix sort of merger, but it's another SquareSoft game where they were doing something really interesting. There is a really cool underlying combat mechanic. Right. Where like basically the more types of enemies that you kill with certain weapons, like it grow, they grow in proficiency and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you can like, and you have to be really intentional, uh, intentional, <laughs> intentional about what weapons you use on what types of enemies, mm-hmm. and it's 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 there are some really super cool things about that yeah. game, yeah. and it's like one of those things where I'm like, I got really far, I got. I was probably an hour or two away from the end, Ooh, I whoa. think. It's like never cross the finish line. And I'm like, ooh, I really, I would love it. That's a game that I'd love to see Square Oof. Enix like say, hey, like let's make a really cool action, like hardcore action RPG. Yeah. And I'd be like, Vagrant Story? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's try. Give that to Tokyo RPG Factory. You know, they don't seem oh, to be doing or, very well. Dude, like you have a really pretty like hardcore action rpg like we've seen what the the freaking final fantasy 7 engine can do oh like and it and it wants to that game kind of wants to be a hardcore action rpg Hmm. so just like good point really lean into that give me like vagrant story 
it with all those super pretty textures and like that super clean like interface. Boom. And, and like print money. I will like money. <laughs> poof, Let's like, do it. Just I'm emptying out my pockets <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, you know That is what I want. Robbing children's piggy banks <laughs> and things like that. I'm like buying a, I a special it. controller just to play this game. Yeah. I yeah. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh and then the last one that I mentioned was Suikoden Two. Um it's apparently one of the greatest games of all time. Super hard to get your hands on. Uh but then they released it on PSN digitally a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I picked it up as soon as it went on sale um and th- then i was like what i can't play sweet in two unless i play sweet in one so i bought sweet in one played through one and was not overly impressed by it um and so have never gone back to play two but i know i need to because it's apparently one of the best ever so yeah well and, and i i in the bro hang i did tell you the sweet in one story i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that was sweet in one where I, my buddies, I was over at my buddies playing. They were like, we don't have any room on our memory card for you to save your game. So I was like, oh, I'll just play it for a while. 18 hours later, <laughs> you know, I had fallen asleep on the couch. I woke back up. There's like this big, and the the interesting, like that dual mechanic thing. And mm-hmm. it was like, it's sort of a rock, paper, scissors against the AI. And I uh, woke up from my power nap and then promptly lost the game. And it was like, I was like 18 hours into the game or something like that. And uh, I died. So I was like, uh, <laughs> I stopped playing that. I ca- <laughs> kind of like went home after that and was like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm out. So, <laughs> I, I don't but yeah, you know, Su- Suikoden too. I have that. And maybe that's something that we can sort of like take a look at. Another one. Nice. Lots of JRPGs showing up on here. Uh, yes. Uh, that was, that's actually, no. Okay. I have one more on my list. The last one, it's PS2, JR- well, it's technically two different games. It's the Digital Devil Saga games on mm. PlayStation 2. Uh, the reason it's on here is because uh, it's a part of the SMT series. And when I got my PS3 years ago, uh, th- I started looking at SMT games, and those were cheap. I paid 10 bucks, and I want to say they were still uh, in the wrappers when I bought them. Ooh. So I picked them both up, and I've just you never fancy. played them. Yeah, I mean, well, isn't that dude, that Nocturne? Isn't that yes. Nocturne remake? Isn't that a digital devil? Uh, I wish I could talk. No, man, this is no that that one is Shin Megami Tensei three. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah, uh, Digital Devil Saga. Those are spinoff games uh, okay. from the main series. So I think you know in America they are Shin Megami Tensei game, but they're not they're not technically Shin Megami Tensei games. Uh, they're spinoffs of the series. Because I mean, they're sort those... of like within the family, but they're right. not. Right, yeah. They're okay. Mega 10 games. They're not SMT games. Um, yeah, th- I, my understanding is that in those games, you can't collect different demons. Like, your four main characters have specific demons, and they don't ever change. Like, they might they might change what demons they are, you know, based on leveling up and whatever. They might, you know, turn Isn't that? I else. thought that's what Nocturne was, though, too. Oh, no. Nocturne, you... you form packs with demons for sure oh yeah yeah it's is a it main line nocturne's the one though that's like it's the weird the kid with the weird Demi markings fiend. on his yep okay yep. yep yep okay well i was gonna say that but the digital i my buddy craig mm-hmm. was big into the digital devil saga games yeah and i remember seeing the character was like had weird mar- maybe he was a demophene too or something i don't know i'll have to 
it's it's I, a group. I, it's it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic game. I want to say they made like, uh, and, and I've lo- I've looked into it. they're part one and two. Like two comes right after one, kind of a thing. You know, basically okay. a one game split into two. But I want to say they're both like fifty-hour RPGs in and of themselves. So, um, yeah, I just mm. haven't gotten around to them. I need to. They're good. The, what I've heard, just haven't gotten to them. This is not an RPG, but it is yeah. from the PlayStation era. I have mm. never been Metal Gear Solid 1, Ooh. or really any of the other ones for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you own it, though? I do. Ah. I own Metal Gear Solid on my PS3. And then I think I have the HD collection or whatever on mm-hmm. my Vita. Yep. So I've been, it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, I need to get around to doing this. And I just can't. <laughs> just hadn't. I just haven't made myself yet. Nice. So, so I have two on my list because I started one and I never finished the rest of the series. And I realized as I was making this list, I own all of the mainline games, <laughs> but mm. I've only played the first one. Because uh, I own that HD collection on PlayStation 3, but I wanted to play the first one first, so I bought the first one and I played it, and I enjoyed it, um, and I've been meaning to get around to two, and I just never have, but I also, you know, three comes in that collection. Uh, I own four because they're super cheap if you buy them. Uh, well, yeah, and five was super cheap. I think I own it on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 3, Yeah. No, I don't remember what I own it on, but I also own it on PC because it was literally like $3, and I was like, that's going to look better on PC. So I'll get it on PC. Doesn't matter. Haven't played them. Metal Gear Solid. I need to. Need to. I mean, like, that's that's the thing is, like, I, like I'm like i sort of... I, I have GG pulled up, and I'm just sort of, like, thumbing through my different lists. Gotcha. And I have... Like, I'm looking at Shelved right now, mm-hmm. and there's so much, like older stuff that I just, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Dragon Quest, I've got a a couple, I've got four, four and six in this. uh, I'm pretty sure five is back in here. I, uh, I have a bunch of like PS2, PS3, PS4, like I have it. Well, and it's like, I have a ton of games for my PS4 and my Switch and everything else. And I'm just kind of like, here's one that might strike a, you know, might make you shed a little bit of a sad boy tear. Mm -hmm. I have, I own all three of the Dark Souls games. Guess how many I've beaten? Oh man! Oh man! How many have you played? I've played some of three and some of one. Okay, um, but I have beaten zero. Interesting. Zed. But you have like, beaten Bloodborne. I have beaten Bloodborne. Hmm. Uh, and it's I'd like to go back and actually play three because I hear three is a lot faster than the other two. Yeah. And yeah, I. I actually really like the. I think for me, I really like the the sort of the the connect like the movement mm-hmm. and just like the speed of Bloodborne. That's sort of what actually. I mean, like I went on to play the mess out of Neo because it's like I really just yeah. Nice. I like those. I like those games to be fast. Okay. Like okay. I don't know, but I do. I do want to go back and and play it. So at some point in time. Nice. But nice. I just haven't yet. Um, hmm. Well, I the, oh sorry, I've got one that'll cut you to the heart as well, mm, uh, and that it, is Josh. you just you mentioned it earlier on in the episode, but Majora's Mask. I've owned, well, I told I told you the story about that, right? Uh, which one? I I lent 
my copy i had everything but the last mask yeah i let my yes and yeah, so I, right. I also have never actually beaten <laughs> that game so yes as much as you I'm, love it it's like in the upper echelon of, dude, of zelda well, games and it's like, so i fired it back up on my my 3ds because like man i just i do want to beat this game like i want to go through and play it and beat it it's interesting because one that sort of came up and, and i'm sure that we can talk a little bit about you did throw out a question on Twitter and in the Discord and stuff. Oh, and we did yeah. get some responses. A couple people th- said that they haven't played Breath of the Wild or beaten Breath of the Wild yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all of my criticisms of Breath of the Wild are like, it it abandons the 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 Legend of Zelda like core philosophy. And I'm like, but one of my favorite Legend of Zelda games does exactly that. <laughs> and I actually love it because it actually abandoned. But I think, I don't know. And maybe this is just me sort of having a double standard or just being a weirdo or whatever. But I think Majora's Mask sort of actually doesn't really abandon the the core philosophy, but it just twists that game sort of, it twists the Legend of Zelda sort of formula in such a way that like a, a lot of people just hate the fact that there's that clock. Yeah. And that it's like, and, and me personally, I love it. Like, hmm. and it, because it is a game, like it's a game about time manipulation and time travel and stuff. And it's, it's just like, I don't know. I really think Majora's Mask is, is neat. I like yeah. that game yeah. a bunch. I, yeah. I am. I'm going to, I am going to like fire that back. Like, well, like I said, I have been playing a little bit. I did fire it up the other night. And it's like I was, I was, I probably played it for about an hour, and I was like, oh, I need, I need to get back into this. Nice. So I've, that's I've it. owned oh. the gold cartridge for N sixty four that I got from a friend forever, and I've just, I haven't given it the time of day. Like I've played a couple hours and was just like, mm. this is, this is mm. too weird. I'm not, a, mm. I'm not digging this, and haven't gone back. I need to because it's literally one of the last um, in the series that I have not beaten. Uh, at least the mainline games. Dude, what so I would... I okay, to. I would just... This is what I would recommend for that. When you play it, like, the first three days in the game, uh-huh. that there's, like, an initial cycle. Right. That's really kind of a pain in the butt. Okay. Once you get past that, like... And it's not to say that the game doesn't get tedious or whatever, but the, that initial three-day cycle is really kind of just a giant pain. Okay. And once you get past that, like all of a sudden, like the game opens up and you sort of see the potential. L- okay. At least for me, that's how it is. It's like, like I'm actually sort of like trying to get to that, like that last day so that I can, because you can learn songs to actually speed up time, slow down time. Mm-hmm. And like, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. And it's like, the neat little sort of like interactions that they give like, that you can get into like, dude, that game is le- legit. Like it is, it is some next level stuff. And it's just, it's, it is really unfortunate. I think the general concept of that game, that sort of like that three day time loop that you're in and mm-hmm. sort of like the fact that it does sort of have an active world and stuff. And well, it, and it's just, it's the same three days over and over again. And so like, you actually learn like the rhythm of these people and that actually, right. I, I really, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I could just, I, I'm not, I like, I don't like, I, I get it. Like it's, it's a weird, 
it is a weird game. And if you aren't sort of like prepared. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. I need to. Maybe someday I'll pick it up on 3DS and that'll finally get me to play it. I don't know. We shall see. I mean, I, I, I really was pretty impressed. And the three, like, I, I do like to turn the 3D on on my 3DS every once in a while. It is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's been interesting about this is that it is sort of like, open my eyes to like i have a bunch of stuff that i actually do because like we've been talking about how like i've just been really struggling with finding anything that i want to play or anything yeah and it's like a lot of it is like i think one i really want to check out ghost of tsushima um but at the same time i'm like there's like a bunch of stuff in front of me right now that i'm like or that i have at my disposal that i'm like yeah well, that, and I think maybe, like, the Persona 5 stuff. I think I, I kind of burnt myself out for a while. But yeah. now I'm kind of like, there's a bunch of stuff that I've had access to for a while that I'm like, I kind of want to go back to this thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to go back to this thing. Yeah, yeah. I do think this is definitely a good exercise in, like, just seeing everything and being reminded of my backlog. <laughs> I own. A, mm-hmm. I have a podcast called The Backlog Breakdown. Uh, and I still forget about how huge the stinking backlog is. Um, but yeah, there there are a bunch of games that, man, I look at them and I'm like, I need to play. Like, I really should have uh, played this by now. And it does help because, like, it's exciting to see, you know, all the new games that are coming out. Um, but at the same time, like, hey, slow down. I've got these other great games to play. Um, and maybe I should tackle these first. So for sure. Um, well, I'll mention just two more that are kind of big in my mind that like, ah, I really need to go back. Uh, one of which is a little indie game called Braid. Mm. So I I played a good handful of hours of it and I really enjoyed it and I never went back. Um, I need to finish that game up um, because I really, I really liked the mechanics. Um, I thought it was a cool little art style. I mean, just pretty much everything about the game is good. Uh, I just never went back to finish it up. And then the other big one that um, was screaming at me is because we bought, I say we, uh, we talked about this a couple years back. And I want to say we both bought it. I know I bought it around Christmas time two years ago. It was Okami. I still haven't played Okami. <laughs> Oh, um, see, I've beaten I've, that. I've play- okay, I've, yeah, I've I, I've played the first few hours on Wii, and then I bought it again on Switch I've, a couple years ago, and I just never played it. The story with me and Okami is I have bought that on. I bought that for PS2. Okay, uh, I really liked Clover Studios. Yeah, like I really liked. I was really bummed when Clover shut down. And actually, one of the reasons I sort of like keep an eye on Platinum is because a lot of like the Clover alum went there. Yeah. But uh, so I bought Okami on PS2, played most of it, didn't beat it, bought it on Wii, played a good chunk of it, never beat. I was burnt out on the first 20 hours of that game because I played it. I played it. I got it on PS3, played like the first 20 hours stopped <laughs> and then i think uh, it was either ps3 or ps4 
I bought it and I was like, I'm going to just do this. I also own it on Switch. I own that. I've owned that game on every platform. Now, I don't own some of those platforms anymore, but like, yeah, I love that game is absolutely charming in my opinion. Um, like mm-hmm. just visually, I, I actually like, yes, I get it where the li- weird, like little squeaky bits where they talk is like kind of annoying and stuff. But the, like those mechanics, like the beginning part of that game is too long. Um, okay. That game yeah. overall suffers from just being too long. Like mm-hmm. it, they could have just, if they would have just tightened it up and maybe turned it into like a tighter, like 35 to 40 hours instead of like, I think when I was all done with it, it was like 50, 60 hours, maybe even 70. Woof. I don't remember. Like, I'm I'm actually going to look it up here. Uh, so <laughs> the completionist version is 53 and a half hours. It's saying the main plus extras is 42 and that the main story is 34. Uh, okay. I know that I probably put 50 plus hours in. And I really, okay. I really do feel like it's just one of those games that, like, if they would have just tightened it up a little bit, like that, that initial section is just a little. It gets like a little long in the tooth before the game really opens up. Yeah, and then you're like, "Holy crap!" There's all this other stuff for me to do, and just it feels a little long. But Okami's awesome, dude. It, yeah, even if it is I a know. little like long. Yep, I need to go back to it. Quit being a scrub. Yes, play your games. I. Go to your room and play your games, young man. (laughs) Those those were all the major ones. I have a handful of of other ones that like really are only on this list because uh, because they're they're games that are highly regarded. I'm not in any hurry to to really play through them. Um, Games like Skyrim, uh, the rest of the, the Uncharted series, I own all of the mainline games. I've only played the first. Uh, Portal 2, I played the first Portal. Um, yeah, those those are just a few that that like, yeah, I should play them, but yeah, I'll get around to them eventually. Yeah, I mean, looking just sort of looking at my list, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that in here where it's like everybody else is like, yeah. you should play this game. And I'm like, eh, I guess, I guess. <laughs> but I'm trying to trying to pull up the the you asked the question on Twitter like you mentioned that you'd yes. been on Twitter lately. Yeah. I've got a bunch um, of a bunch of people yeah. talking uh, a bunch of replies on Twitter. We we had some uh, rumblings in the Facebook as well uh, in terms of just games that that no one had ever beat. So uh, starting on Twitter, we've got the GG app that replied Skyrim. Um, which is again that was on my list as well, um, but it's also like eh, it, that's that's a huge game. I don't know that I'm ever going to get around to that. Um, Nirav Three Deluxe for Nintendo Switch says Ocarina of Time. Ooh, never played that. That one I did play the snot out of when I was a kid. That one for sure. Like so. that was definitely one of those games. Like yeah, awesome. Yeah. I, right. Right. I, you know, I don't know how well it holds up nowadays. I've heard not quite as well, but. Uh, I just, I have fond memories of it, so I'm always going to be biased. Like, yeah, you just can't get away from that. Nostalgia I, is a heck of a drug. I do think, though, that you know, like, and and I probably have said this before. I do not think Ocarina of Time has aged well, but that's just me. So. There you go. Um, Carter said The Witcher Three, Final Fantasy Four, Metal Gear Solid Two and Three, and Shovel Knight. Oh man, 
That's a, that those are some good games in there. Final Fantasy IV and Shovel Knight sticks out to me because it's like that's a nice quick game. Ah, so good. Mm. Shovel Knight. Uh, L.J. Lowry says Breath of the Wild. We actually received that from multiple people. Uh, yes. Breath of the Wild is one of those games that I guess a lot of people just hadn't gone back to beat because Joe knows games. The next one who um, replied on Twitter said Spider-Man or Breath of the Wild or Persona Five or Near Automata. Uh, it's oh, I, I'm go. I I actually am sort of like relishing all these people who haven't beaten Breath of the Wild, and I'm like because it's a trash game. <laughs> I'm not and alone. You, uh, yes. Like, vindication. <laughs> Uh, they haven't beaten it because there's no hookshot. Uh, by the way, I just got the hookshot in uh, Dragon Quest V. Just saying that. Just saying this morning. Oh, I that see um, that that makes it the greatest Dragon Quest of all time. <laughs> uh, I, it, actually, it's it's a grappling hook. That's what it is. I'm sorry, it's not a hook dude. Shot. No, it's a hookshot. But shut your face. <laughs> it's the the best. Like it's it's semantics. Yeah. <laughs> semantics uh trash turkey said so many but i'm gonna say super metroid so we're not the only ones uh we feel which you which means that we all need to play it we, we all need to maybe maybe that'll be like a christmas game or something yeah, i don't know we feel you we double should... t we feel yeah. you we got you <laughs> uh stuntman seth said yakuza zero which technically i mean the game is on my backlog but i didn't want to include any games that i've purchase within the past year that one was gifted to me last christmas so um mm. it's less than a year but wes talked about playing that game and how much he's enjoying it so it definitely makes me want to um but it's fairly new for me um uh, backlog blues says chrono trigger super mario rpg and eternal darkness it's hard to See, pick but those are way up there here's here's the thing and i responded to him with a nathan fillion mm-hmm. um gif and yes, yes that's just one that like chrono trigger is short like i mean i love you grouchy but like get on it (laughs) get on it stop making excuses bro get on it it's the goat so good it's the greatest of all time (laughs) like um eternal darkness like that's one that like i have a lot of love for but like Mm -hmm. like the the problem with that is it's really it's it's a, a GameCube game. And so, I mean, like, if you have a working right. GameCube, or if you have a working GameCube, I can't talk right, um, <laughs> or a Wii, you can still play it. But, I mean, I don't have either one of those things. But that game is yeah. that game is pretty legit. I, I do enjoy that. Uh, okay. What's, let's, uh, Mario RPG. What was his third was one? one? Mario so, RPG. That's kind of like, that's like a weird one. Like it's it's a very good game, but it, it is on like the the SNES Classic or whatever. So like yes, yeah. That there's not a lot of reasons to not play that. Like out yeah. of out of honestly, out of the three of those, that might be the most accessible. And it's 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 an interesting. Yeah. Like I really like that the Super Mario RPG. That's pretty. Oh yeah, pretty I legit. I have a huge. I mean, this the, I remember renting that game and thinking, why are they taking turns hitting each other? I thought this was a Mario game. Like I was that kid. Um, that was the game that like taught me. Oh, this is what you're the is. Wind. So, 
<laughs> and then I ended up buying it or getting it from a friend or something and playing through. And fantastic, so much nostalgia for it. the music in that one's so good. Anyways, don't want to don't want to wax poetic on that, but it's a great game. You should play it. Um, over on Facebook, we've got Reed who said Super Mario Brothers one hadn't now Reed. I we, had. I mean, we love you. We love you. Reed. The past year, but. Like that—that that makes me a sad panda, dude. But the eight four is hard, man. You got—you need some skills in order to beat that. So get good, I, Scrubs. I get it. I understand. Get good. Yeah. Well, yeah, get good. That's true. Um, Isaac says Skyrim never actually finished the Dragonborn or Stormcloak quest lines. Uh, Jesse, yep. Can we? I I know that yep. like you, you mentioned Skyrim too. Like, can we yes. like back up for a second on that? Like, here's the deal. Skyrim is stupid big. Yes. You don't technically need to beat that game. Mm. And I'm going to be like honest, I beat it. Like I beat the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it just kind of left me feeling like eh. <laughs> like it was like gotcha. I don't play that game to beat that story. I play that game to say like what kind of dumb stuff can I get this character into? Gotcha. Like, See, that's exactly why I haven't started it. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to live in a world. I want a game. I want a game with a defined ending point, and I want to be able to say that I'm done with it. So, uh, the fact that I I can't really do that in Skyrim that that scares me because if I if I if I really enjoy it, like then that's all I'm going to play. And no, I can't do that. Well, that's that's just why you so, play it. And then you, there will come a point where like I cannot play this anymore. And then you yeah. put it down and you never pick it up <laughs> again. See, I, I, I just think that I would be unfulfilled if there wasn't like a credit sequence that just no, told I mean, me you're there, done with this game. There, there is, but I'm just I saying know, like I'm the not. the ending. I didn't think was like all that great. I, I was yeah. like, meh. Yeah. I got you. And along with that, I do just have to throw out, uh, along with Skyrim, I haven't played any Elder Scrolls or Fallout game. Ooh. Sorry. It just, I just haven't. And I do own multiple Fallouts. Three, Vegas, New Vegas, and four. Three, um, three is awesome, dude. Like, yeah. Well, I've heard three and New Vegas are fantastic. New Vegas, I, I, New Vegas is like one of those games that I want to beat, and at some point in time, mm-hmm. I, I might try to like double back around and like, find a way to play it but three three was like one of my favorite games for the longest time that nice game, that game is freaking nice. rad yeah i guess i could well sorry I'm, I'm thinking of other games the deus ex games are ones that i could throw on this list too but i the only uh, one of those that i haven't beaten is the the latest one uh, okay the, mankind divided four, yeah uh yeah. yeah i got it on a humble bundle Ooh, the the so yeah, those are those are pretty good. Those are real good, actually. Uh, Jesse Knopp says Persona Five. Well, I don't blame you. That's a hundred and twenty hour game. When are you going to find the time for that with the new baby and all that fun stuff? Mm, um, yeah. Hey, hey. Bradley says Final Fantasy Six. I am shaking my get head so disapprovingly right now. That like, listen, get on that. Like, it's okay for me not to do my backlog draft stuff. But I know I've told you several times, Bradley, play Final Fantasy VI. We're <laughs> screwing around. Get to, get, get to Final Fantasy VI in. Come on. Come uh, on. Daniel says, uh, Skyrim, Witcher 3, Persona 5. I play FIFA too much. 
with a little uh, a smiley emoji with a bead of sweat. Yes, Daniel, you do play FIFA too much. For real, man. Like if if like you're you're jamming on FIFA, that's cool. But I'm looking yeah. at all three. Those those are some biggins there, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, you might not want to put them off too much longer. <laughs> I'm just just if saying. Want, if you want to beat them before you die, it's, you might need to put down it's, FIFA. Dude, you you got some hours in there, bro. <laughs> it's like a, a part-time job, man. Um, Eric says, The Last of Us. He's still waiting to be in the right mood for it. I totally get it. You know... I haven't played that game, but... I was I was listening to something about uh, The Last of Us 2, and mm-hmm. so a while back, Jeff Kanata tweeted out that The Last of Us 2 reminded him of, not in, not in, in every respect, but in some ways of Schindler's List. And... I don't think I'm going to play The Last of Us 2. I mean, I'm not saying that I won't, okay. but I, it was spoiled for me, and I, I've sort of been thinking about some stuff, and I have nothing but a ton of respect for Naughty Dog and what, what they, they sought to do with that game. Because I think okay. the themes that they were exploring and the the things that they wanted to dig around in and sort of ask questions of were uncomfortable and should as players make us uncomfortable. And I think what Jeff Kanata was saying in his tweet is like, this is a game that has like the emotional impact and resonance of Schindler's list. And like, frankly, like it's, I I can't remember how long Schindler's list is. That was a hard several hours. I don't know if I want to play Mm a 12 to 20 hour sort of version of that. (laughs) um and and i and i think like that but like on on the same hand like the original last of us like the really really did sort of like put some pressure on my psyche okay um and 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 emotionally like it just like it it sort of like and these are games that sort of like naughty dog is very good at sort of like getting inside and taking that your old heart heart muscle the the blood pumper (laughs) and sort of like playing with it a little bit so I can I can understand Eric saying like I need to be in the right mood for it. Right. At the same time I'm like, man, I mean there's a reason like people talk about that game all the time because in a w- yeah. in a way like it leaves a footprint. It leaves a footprint okay. the way that like in my opinion Shadow of the Colossus does. Like this is a game that sort of pushes forward the medium in a new way and says like, yes, hmm. this is a video game. There are game sort of elements in here. But at the same time, this is way more than just a game. This is like telling interesting, uh, a pretty like intense story, and it's examining some like interesting meta narratives. And I'm like, dude, it's it's legit. Hmm. Interesting. That one, uh, I I've told the story. My PS3 will not play that game, and so even though I have owned it for a while, I've tried to play it and it won't play. I recently bought it on PS4, so it didn't make this list because it's been within the past year that I technically own it in a way that I can actually play it. Um, Jacob says Breath of the Wild. Surprise, surprise! Another Breath of the Wild on there. Um, so that's all of the responses we got from Twitter and from Facebook, but we did have one of our good uh, friend of, friends of the show, one of our brochachos, one of our fellow Pones members, uh, Wesley Ray. Poners. Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and read... Wow, that's, that's a weird thing to say. Um, 
Um, he he said, well, I'll, I'll condense it here. Even though he's a huge fan of the 2D Zelda games, um, he has not beaten any of the 3D Zelda games except for Breath of the Wild. So there you go. Hearts, Breath of the Wild, love it. Um, he also hasn't played the majority of Final Fantasy games. So that there's another one for you. You know, he's the Dragon Quest guy. He knows it all. Um, well, but, uh, it, the the thing that I I love about Wes is that like he like he gets his like he gets like he's like a bloodhound. Like he gets on mm-hmm. the scent and he just like runs all the way down that trail. He's yes. like, hey, I like I I kind of like this Dragon Quest thing. And he's like, I'm going to play every single Dragon Quest game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just. And he Two just weeks burns. later, boom! Played yeah. through all of them. Like the persona, on my morning walks, the persona stuff. I mean, he, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, he did the same thing there. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, so I, you know, I have a lot of. Th- there's a lot of tenacity there that I respect. Definitely, that oh, definitely. And I'm envious of his just his 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 time shenanigans. Yes, his his, his witch magic. I would say work ethic, but I guess it's game ethic, isn't it? Something like his timey wimey uh, wobbly, yes, which magic wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say also that he missed out on most of Xbox and the PlayStation library, so there are some standout titles that he wants to get into, like Halo, uh, as well as Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Elder Scrolls, and Fallout. Uh, a lot of those classic games, which again, I I mentioned a, a handful of those games, and that's probably why they came to mind was because of what Wes had said. Sorry, Wes, we're getting your uh, comments so late on the podcast, but uh, totally agree. I've got a bunch of those that I just hadn't played. You know, a lot of like Western developed games, I just haven't meh, haven't haven't gotten around to them. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those the the way that the Japanese do it. I don't know why. Yeah, you just if I played. You're just a weeb. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm a weeb at heart. I mean, you heard my my Yu-Gi-Oh uh, bite-sized. Yeah, I'm a weeb. It's that I'm a it, weeb. it was actually pretty cool because turns out <laughs> I'm a bit of a weeb too. <laughs> um, there you go. But you know what though, and I was just thinking, and we sort of talked about it, but I do, I do really sort of appreciate this, and I, I would like to encourage anybody who's listening to this to just take a few minutes and, like, if you have a ton of, like, backlog games, maybe, like, pump the brakes on buying new stuff and look at some of your old stuff and saying, like, you know, drag it out and, like, say, like, hey, I never actually beat this. Maybe I should. Um, yeah. And, you know... It's some of it is that sort of just being responsible. Like you already paid money for it. Like if you haven't played it and you've been wanting to, like what's stopping you? Yeah, you know? I love it. It makes me want to do another backlog golf. Sort of. Part of me wants to do another backlog well, golf. The other part of me is like, no, but there are good games coming out. We could, we could do. I mean, maybe even starting in like September, we could just do the last uh, third of the year. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Just see if anybody's interested for a four-month run. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. So as we finish up our discussion here of the games that, that we've never completed, there is one more. I know I said that I finished mine, and I th- that was only half true because there was one more that I had to mention because we have to close the episode out on that, and that is Bioshock. 
Guys, mm. I've started Bioshock like six times, and I've never gotten very far. Well, no, I've gotten fairly far. I want to say like halfway into the stinking game, um, but then I put it down and played other stuff and never went back to you, it. You're going to do it this time, man. I'm going to do it this time if because you, you know if what's you don't, coming up. I'm going to shame you and mock you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shoot me. Uh, no, but- no. <laughs> that comes later. <laughs> right after the, the shaming and the mocking <laughs> um but i am gonna play through bioshock you know why because coming up in next month is bioshocktober okay we're yeah. gonna be it's on the books we're gonna be talking about bioshock so if you guys want to play it with us this is gonna be my first time through i know there's some huge twist ending and i don't know the actual twist ending so i'm excited to finally get to that part um, once I beat Dragon Warrior Five, man, it's Bioshock all day, every day. Not really, but you know when all I can't, day, son. my kids are all just day. And not able to see me Bioshocking other creatures. You and can't saving. see me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bioshocktober, join us. At least join in the conversation. Uh, you can do that a number of different ways. Like we've talked about Twitter handles, BB at BB downcast. You can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. There should be some talk as well on the hashtag backlog book club on Facebook. Of course, we'll be talking in our discord server. Um, and then you can reach out to us personally on, on our different social medias. I generally go by Broccolope. That's B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. Nate goes by... Nate underscore McKeever. There you go. We can talk about Bioshock. I'm, I'm stoked to finally sit down and... I say this because I've said this like four times before. But for real this time, guys, with you guys helping me, I will finally finish th- that game get to the finish line. Make him and pinky then, swear. Exactly. Yeah. That it is an audio pinky swear right now. Uh, or how about we put it this way? If we don't, then I, I don't know. I don't know what, what stakes. You're going to eat your shorts. I'll eat my shorts, my gym shorts. I don't have gym shorts. Gross. But, okay. I'll eat my shorts if I don't finish Bioshock by this time, by the end of Bioshocktober. You know, the barring barring any you know medical emergencies or anything like that. No, nope, but nope, that's just how late. it goes. It's too late. <laughs> um, so we've got that going on. Join in the groups. Join in the fun. Let's play Bioshock together. There are tons of different ways you can do that. There's Let's the newer um, the Bioshock collection that's recently come out. So it's on you know pretty much any system that you might have. Uh, well, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode on the best that we never had. Um, and hopefully it's encouraged you to play some of your backlog games. If you dig what we do, we would encourage you to rate, review the podcast, um, subscribe if you're not already, share it with your friends, and then we do also have a Patreon if you want to go one step further and support us financially. Uh, hit us up, patreon.com slash thebacklogbreakdown. Um, just think of it as a tip jar. You know, If you like what we do, you can throw in a dollar or two, and that'll help us continue to do what we do mm-hmm. 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 well we have done our things mm-hmm. um before we would just like to just say we are proud participants in the play well network if you like what we do we would ask that uh, you check out the other play well network podcasts including the henshin dad uh the retro station and 
Ye old rusty speed. It's actually just the rusty <laughs> speeder. Was, oh, it's not tails from the rusty. Speeder? Oh, it is tails from the rusty speeder. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible at this. This is why Sonic I, on the rusty speed. Oh, I mean tails from the rusty speeder. Oh, badumps. I like what you did there. Sorry, that was weird. Tail tails miles <laughs> per hour. <laughs> Power. <laughs> Power. Okay, sorry, it's late. We're uh, we're we're circling the drain here. Yeah. So, guys, while we circle the drain, you keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits of games that we've never even played before. Well, maybe we'll actually just start playing those games, beating down our <laughs> backlogs, and breaking down that's, the benefits. That's probably that's better, or, or something along those one. lines. It, it'll go something <laughs> along like it'll something like that. A little something like that. Um. Anyways, and the final word goes to the sage and polymath, Buckaroo Banzai. No matter where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm.